0: doesn't it feel weird not to have a can opening
1: i like a very soft one. i'm not going to want a grand opening i go to the soft opens if you put on a play i want to be there before the big premiere if you open up a restaurant i want to go there before you really open it up I was, at Sh- Sh- I was at the Shake Shack the day it opened up and it was considered a soft opening and we sat down and had dinner with the manager. Really? Yeah. What? I know, he was there and he was just having dinner with people, he was just sitting down with people and having conversations with people in Covent Garden about <laughs> what they think of the meal they're having at that moment. It was me and a couple of friends and we were about to head off to go and see The World's End. That I, is... had, I had skipped over going to see Paul F. Tompkins in concert. He was going to do a stand-up show, and it was one of the two times I had tickets and skipped out of it to go and see a movie.
0: I mean, realistically, that Sorry. does sound quite nice, that a manager was doing that. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, I'm just picturing him, like, you know, locking the doors and not letting anyone leave.
1: Oh, no, he was Mark Maron, <laughs> did I not mention? He locked the gate. <laughs> just
0: just chasing people as they try to leave.
1: Wait, 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 you're in the wrong queue. You meant to be for the <laughs> Shake queue, not the Shack queue. <laughs>
0: the Love Shack, of course, it was...
1: Yeah, it was the B52s. And I'll mention it was Fred Schneider. <laughs> if you like that crunchy chips and the tasty custard, then you're great. Joy, <laughs> shake, Shack. I was always disappointed. Uh, Warburgers was meant to be opening up in Covent Garden.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think it ever it did. did. No, no, it did. Because it um, yeah, cause Cause I was I looking watching...
1: out for ages. And I was thinking, uh... well, I'll go there opening day and see if the manager's there.
0: I do you know. I was watching it. It was oh, Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway. Oh, And I've never they had. That. They had a um like a you know a segment where they were they had a segment where they were telling celebrity what to do and and one week it was um Mark Wahlberg and they had him uh, greeting um <laughs> green patrons at the Wahlbergers in well, London. That's just,
1: you know, Pay promotion for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's like, what they do it for basically. I was
1: looking out for that, I just never never saw anything new coming up around the Common Garden area.
0: Yeah, I can't remember exactly where it was because I saw I checked it out on a map oh and it was God. like really out of the way.
1: Well, yeah, well, I think it was near what I think was like the meat market there, which is like the side area where you have to go up an escalator. That's where they were advertising um, it, but it might have been completely gone again. Maybe it's where they were shooting last Christmas.
0: James Street, London. Apparently, that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, I don't remember
1: any map? streets in London anymore because it's been. Five months.
0: I know I was saying to somebody day that months. it's like I've not the the furthest way I've been is I've walked twenty minutes to Crystal Palace Park. Well, that's
1: far further than I've ever been. I, the furthest I've been at this point, you know. I think we took the car to Bowser's and back just to make sure that because uh, it was a,
0: oh testing your eyesight. Just
1: just making sure the engine would still work after a couple of yeah. Oh yeah. Um.
0: Right. So it is by uh mac cosmetics um mulberry leather good shop. royal opera house is not too far from it i went
1: to the royal opera house it's where they did the baftas
0: when I went. it's quite it's quite near um covent garden station when, when I went to
1: the is it opposite is it near the disney store
0: uh, is it near
1: the apple store
0: no i think the apple store is the opposite okay side Right. Where's the square? Well, Apple Store. Oh no, it. no, no. Yeah, no, no. It's on the way to the square.
1: Between the station and the square.
0: Yeah, that's a
1: ridiculous place to put it. That's where everyone walks past. That's a terrible place mm. to actually, you know, eat something. That's a place where all the tourists. Oh, I see why it's tourists. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that! I want to go to the place where no one goes. Or it's I want to go to moon. the place Perm- where
0: lost okay. Permanently oh, closed.
1: Oh no. Mark Wahlberg's had a problem. You know who else has a problem with money? Bobby D. Bobby De Niro. He's losing <laughs> 7.5 million this year whilst being in a Kia commercial. Really? Yeah. Jesus. The new the new cool De Niro. The Kia De Niro or something like that. And mm. so he's there wearing hipster things. going like, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he I've seen that. Cool. Yeah. And he looks, he looks younger than he did in the Irishman. So Marty, what you have to do is not use CGI, just get Wes Anderson's costume designers in. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Andrew Jones. I'm a cinephile.
0: I'm Johnny Ice, and I'm movie mad.
1: Are you movie mad? I am
0: indeed movie well, mad.
1: That is the name of the podcast. I try and show you a film I like, or sometimes we have not seen, or sometimes you like, and I try and see if you like it or not at the end of it. That's the exciting thing. We build up, we watch the film, then we come back and talk about it. That's the premise. Two parts, one podcast.
0: <laughs> Reminds me of a video I watched Um <laughs> Hold on a second, no Were you really <laughs> bad for
1: that video? Were no. you mad that you watched that video?
0: I mean, it, it became an, an interactive video Did you? Did it? A puke-long video, I believe But and... it was disgusting Was it disgusting? It really was I mean, was you it... must have seen it, right? Like... No, I I've watched the
1: first chapter No, I smartly avoided that and still have And if you continue to try and send it to me, Johnny I'm. There's a lot of things I've managed to avoid
0: We've got a month coming up where I'm I'm selecting the films
1: Yep, and we've chosen what we're watching And if it's anything other than that (laughs) And I will check the URLs very delicately And if it's considered a tiny URL of some such Customised one, I will not click I will make my way through the magic of the internet myself. So good luck telling Amazon and Netflix to change their systems so that they automatically mirror themselves onto two girls, one guy. Girl.
0: <laughs> I'll just um I'll just I'll just screen share for my films, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I, you know um, what I can do? I can not watch the film. The cast will be over. And then I'll be someone um, that you used to know, like that famous guy, Gucci. <laughs>
0: what are we what
1: are we watching this week this week we are watching into the wild this is a film i've been putting my doctor for so long you know nothing about
0: all i know is someone sat on a bus
1: yes like i said last week this is a film in which that bus doesn't exist anymore Um, Oh, how they took the bus out of alaska oh
0: then i do know about this film 'Cause I've really? seen a video on Facebook about them taking the um the bus away. I know it was some, not an explorer, but like he was he just liked to, to roam the wilderness in America or things.
1: Oh he's a bus boy.
0: Um and he lived on the bus. And then yeah. and then there was a thing where a lot of people used to hike and camp out around now or something, and they and they'd stay on the bus and it would be like an experience, you know, for the hipsters.
1: Well, in a way, Johnny, don't we all live on the bus? We do. We're going from the first stop, birth, to our (laughs) final destination, Tony Todd.
0: (laughs) Um, it's like okay, and now I know a bit more, but Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know why he lives on the bus. Why did he decide to
1: do it? If you were out in Alaska and you saw a bus, you'd be like, Oh, I could be driving bus boy. (laughs) <laughs> Here we go, <laughs> it's freezing cold I didn't think it was freezing hugs cold Hands
0: Because the video I saw, it was very green
1: Yeah, do you know why? Because it
0: was the summertime
1: Yeah, it was Olaf's favourite season <laughs> Right, makes sense warm hugs and summer And everything will be not scary when he grows up oh.
0: <laughs> Well... Um, you were saying this is your all time fo- It's one of your all-time one films. Of, uh, all time
1: Yeah, It's not Garden State Boy
0: Yeah. How dare you Garden State Boy Coming to the MCU <laughs>
1: oh. His power is He starts playing very twee music And insisting <laughs> people listen to his headphones And the headphones suck their soul into it
0: <laughs> And do you know why he's in the MCU And not to DCEU Why? Because he's no super
1: Superman. <laughs> I wish you were there.
0: <laughs> uh, if we're around. gonna finish
1: this podcast, Johnny. We're gonna be going style.
0: <laughs> I don't know any more of those films.
1: Well those are the three directed films. Yeah. That was a fast track to the X there. <laughs> which marks the spot. Um The spot is where the last kiss plays. Now, you... no, this... if would you, if you if you found yourself against a dog, would you stand there and wave at it, or would you run? Against the dog. A dog. If it's a huge dog and you're kind of small against it,
0: I would, I would run.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, you're a little chicken.
1: You're a chicken little. It's... Do you know what? That's Oh, one... it's the great and powerful. Done.
0: <laughs> I braffed it. <laughs> You've been braffed, boy. chicken little is one of those films that i missed as a kid and i really wanted that and uh it wasn't available for me as a kid the the little red riding hood film hoodwinked hoodwinked yeah from producer
1: harvey weinstein
0: i always wanted to watch those two films because i thought the i thought the um the premise was really interesting for both them and i never did get around to it i never got taken to the center to see it and then that meant I never got to see it. Yep, one of us on Disney+. Plus. Ah, yes. Yep. Would you recommend either? Nope. But uh, you would f- recommend... I recommend.
1: Chicken Little as part of my catching up on uh, the classics when it was Disney Life back in the day. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm glad I avoided this. This is not good for anyone. I can understand why the dodgeball scene was made for 3D experience and that's it.
0: Mm. Weird. But you would recommend Into the Wild. I would definitely recommend
1: watching Into the Wild, which we'll be doing shortly. You don't know anything about this. Do you know there is an Oscar nominee from this film this year that this comes out?
0: No. This
1: gets gets an Oscar nomination for an actor. I bet you will never be able to guess which one. Do you know who directed this film?
0: Uh, Sean Penn, just Sean Penn, yes.
1: Yes, the man who hit Madonna, Sean Penn. He's done a lot of the good things as well, but also, you know.
0: Yeah, it doesn't it's have like a right ring
1: to it. Like, It's not like the man who invented Christmas, is it? It's not like the man with one red shoe who
0: also punched the <laughs> Um, I'm very intrigued. It's quite long. Yeah, I'm it's two and a half
1: hours, which is, uh, you know, crazy when you think about it. But also, it's two and a half hours, which means we get to spend time into the wild, which, Johnny, I've not been outside much for the last, you know, half year. Mm. So would it be nice to walk around in the wild and pretend we're there? Yeah.
0: Have a VR experience. Yeah, I to you watching, this on, yeah, you watching <laughs> this on your VR headset?
1: I, I have put my phone into a cardboard box <laughs> and i stare into it for a couple of hours and, you know, pretend I'm there. Fair
0: enough.
1: Isn't that exciting? So you don't know anything? This is a 2007 movie. You know nothing no,
0: about
1: no. it? No. Guy lives on a bus. Guy lives on a bus. So do you know who else is in this film?
0: Uh, I did see a couple of names. William Hurt, Catherine Keener. And That's all I know.
1: There's a third name on the Amazon page.
0: Oh, um... Oh, how Holbrook. Hmm. Don't know who that is.
1: Okay. Do you know... He's Mark Twain, really. Do you know anyone else in this film at all?
0: No. I've got the blur not of the DVD
1: yet. here, and I can read you some of the names if you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, I... Do. You, you feel free to give me as much.
1: Um... I'll give you Emil Hirsch is the lead. Okay. You know, this is a Paramount Vantage film. I believe it was a Paramount executive he strangled in Sundance. Oh. <laughs>
0: that's
1: a fun reminder. Uh, Marsha Gay Harden isn't mentioned in the list there.
0: Um, although uh, you no, know, she, does, she does Harden. pop up if you scroll down to Cast and True.
1: Don't scroll down too far, because I don't want to spoil yeah. the other one that's lamed here, because I think it's a fun one. Okay. But also, um, I've got I've got two I've got a Blu-ray and a two-disc DVD. Yes,
0: you sent me a picture of both. Um... I couldn't
1: find my soundtrack. I have two soundtracks, dig, well, both digitally, one of them physically as well. Now the songs are by Eddie Vedder. Does that mean anything to you?
0: I know the name Eddie Vedder, but I, don't, I wouldn't be able to know to name any of his tracks.
1: Well, no, because he sings the frontman of a uh, popular grunge band, who were meant to be playing Hyde Park this year.
0: Not Van Tramp, is it? Sorry? It's not Van Tramp.
1: No. Van Tramp? Yeah. Could you explain what Van Tramp is? Isn't Van Trump a band? Why don't I say grunge? Dude, Trump. What is Van Tramp?
0: Van Tramp. Like, Next big thing, Van Tramp. Van Tramp musical group.
1: Yeah, see?
0: What? Rock.
1: Okay. But... No, okay, right. Nineties. Nineties on...
0: These are, huge are these
1: are huge success. Iconic. Eddie Vedder. Hmm. Go to Google. I'm
0: going
1: to Google, yeah, going to Google, Google it.
0: and see. Go- Google um, the events. We'll Eddie get. Vedder, is an American musician, multi instrumental, mostly instrumentalist and singer songwriter, oh. best known as lead vocalist, one of three guitarists, and primary lyricist of the rock band Pearl Jam. I've heard of them. Heard of Pearl Jam? Yeah. they
1: have Pearl Jam? No, that okay. sounds
0: disgusting
1: <laughs> I'm sure you have sure. Yeah. Well, so what do you think The kind of music we're going to hear In this film will be
0: Um They <laughs> don't sing that song Mother of Pearl, do they? No No. <laughs>
1: they sing, you know Even flow or That's Jeremy, Jeremy Just
0: I see I was thinking Pearl Jam makes me think um bands that would be used for Rock of Ages.
1: Wow. If Rock of Ages used good songs from good bands in the nineties, do you wanna make a nineties based musical or a grunge musical? <laughs> Some Alice and Chains. Yeah a Pearl Jam of
0: feels instantly eighties to me. Nope. Um ukulele nope. songs. Hmm vibrations
1: they they're synonymous with the growth of the 90s like that exploration of the early 90s of new kinds of rock
0: right
1: that, um, came, that break off of hair metal into lumberjack culture that became of course swim peaks sh- <laughs> Twin peaks was basically the grunge tv show ah. and of, of course, course. To get your own back was the gunge tv show
0: are Pearl Drums still going though. Like I know they're. Yeah. they're I know you said they were going to play it. Yeah. Park, but, like, are they releasing they albums? Talk. And are the albums good?
1: I don't know. They had a greatest hits hit. about a decade a bit ago. It's been a while.
0: All right.
1: I'm assuming they're still doing good stuff. They, you know, did some concerts. They did. They did a great documentary with uh, Cameron Crow. Hmm. You know Cameron Crow from a previous episode, Almost Famous.
0: Yeah yeah well, he's a big from, fan. in
1: fact Singles was you know about the Seattle scene
0: and from We to Zoo right
1: yes of course yeah. the wonderful We to Zoo featuring yeah. Sigur Ross who are you know not as good as Pearl Jam
0: um okay well I'm intrigued now um I'm very intrigued as to the fact that this is one of your favourite films of all time
1: well like most so. is I've opened the two disc set here and mm-hmm. the film is on one disc and the special features on another disc the film Disc is rated 15. The special features, do you want to have a guess of what the special features are rated?
0: 18, I imagine. Usually it's one up, isn't
1: it? It's a comfortable PG. Oh. On the story, the characters, and the other special feature, the experience. Two documentaries. I think they're 20 minutes each. They are not good. They do not. Um, hmm.
0: So, what going into this do you think I'm going to be as enthusiastic as you are yes By the end of this yeah yes. what if i'm
1: not i think you'll find it quite simply one of the year's great films five stars Evening standard. <laughs> you might even say it was nine out of ten mesmerizing and un- unfor- unforgettable daily star you could say it's as stirring entertaining and steadfastly thrilling as it is beautiful joe morgan's in the wall street journal i genuinely think these are three things you will definitely say by the end of the episode
0: Right, well, there's only one way to find out, I suppose. Fight! Oh, different.
1: <laughs> Why isn't Harry Hill here instead of Harold Holbrook? <laughs> uh, when you I see Harold Holbrook's role in the film, you will be thinking, well, I mean, it's I good. Could. But what if he turned the camera over himself so and went, oh, and then wiggled his eyebrows and with glasses a bunch and had a huge cough?
0: If you said you weren't going to spoil one of the cast members because he's fun, I thought it was Harry Hill.
1: No, you can't have how how Holbrook and Harry Hill in the same film. <laughs> right. Contractually, they are obligated to stay as far away as possible because they are the <laughs> only two people who know the secret recipe to Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was some yo know, scientist or some flavor specialist or CEO, but nope, it's <laughs> Harry Hill, Hal Holbrook. <laughs> yeah. about or,
0: Triple that H also something.
1: knows three out of the four secret
0: ingredients. <laughs>
1: He was not allowed to get that final one because he's not a you know, quadruple H like the Harry Hill Holbrook. What is the fourth
0: secret ingredient?
1: Pain Well, depending on who you ask it's pain or love <laughs> They fall into the same bracket
0: Well, Pepsi has love Coke has pain
1: uh, Pepsi has Sprite They pour Sprite into it <laughs> It's why Coca-Cola Company keeps beating them if <laughs> they just have to buy it, stockpile sprite from them uh, to create Pepsi, it's a terrible vicious circle. Uh, 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 genius! It's good. Uh, I've got a can of Seven Up free here. Do you know how much what? it cost me? How much? Nothing. My parents pay for it. I <laughs> have no job.
0: I've got a can Stuck of alone.
1: Alone, Pepsi
0: Max here. Yeah. What flavour? Just Pepsi Max to the What? Max. Where's your ginger? No. Where's your
1: strawberry?
0: that's strawberry i've seen cherry i'm like
1: Ugh. yeah cherry's great strawberry they I made can't strawberry
0: cherry. it's like what the fuck are we doing i saw a thing uh last night there's apparently um i saw one. new new bottle <laughs> there's new bottles of um fanta and it's called guess the flavor and what was it i don't know they, they still aren't, i don't think they've revealed it yet uh but it's green but surely if you look at the label, it will have the ingredients.
1: would have the ingredients. It would legally have to have the ingredients. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I'm just reading up on it now, and the flavour is Marmite. <laughs> uh, so it's got a two and a half star ranking on food. Not okay. in
0: Australia, it isn't.
1: Well, it's not allowed over there.
0: Uh, well, it is allowed, but it's just it's Vegemite.
1: Yeah, no, they don't allow Vegemite into any kind of other things. Vegemite is staunchly only allowed in two things. Vegemite jars... <laughs> and Tom Hanks's Instagram <laughs> remember when he was quarantined before he was greyhounded
0: God seems so long ago
1: it was so long ago we've been living in this world for 50 years so time to go back and look at the 63 year old movie into the wild <laughs> let's do it to it my friend give it a try no all the way through I why would I want a new car? Datsun runs great. I don't want anything. Everything has to be difficult.
0: There are people in this world who go looking for adventure. Christopher McCandless was searching for himself. So you're a leather now. I'm a leather?
1: Yeah, a leather tramp. That's what they call the ones that hoof it.
0: Don't you think you ought to be getting a job and making something of this life? I only got one plan. I'm going to Alaska.
1: Alaska, Alaska? Or city Alaska. I'm going to be all the way out there. Yes. Yeah. In the wild. Just what are you doing when we're there? Now you're in the wild, just, what are you doing? You're just living, man.
0: I read somewhere how important it is in life, not necessarily to be strong, but to feel strong. To measure yourself at least once. Where are your mom and dad? Living their lives, somewhere. Do your folks know where you are? I wasn't Dreaming, Walt. I didn't imagine it. I heard him. I heard him. I heard Chris. Son. How long have you been out here? A couple of weeks. And before that, I went to South Dakota. I worked for this guy named Wayne.
1: What do you think about all this? I
0: like all this. I took the Colorado River all the way down through the Grand Canyon and did rapids. What's the N stand for? North. Your Great Alaskan Adventure. Uh, Sorry,
1: Eddie just came in to say hi.
0: That didn't feel like two and a half hours.
1: Well, because it was two hours and twenty (laughs) eight (laughs) minutes. It's almost the exact runtime of Mission Impossible: Fallout. There's a lot more life um, and death stuff happening
0: here. Am I right, boys? Holla! Well, as soon as this film started, I said, uh, "This instantly feels like a film that would have played at London Film Festival because of a Lord Byron um, quote." Which suggests how
1: many films have Lord Byron quotes at the start of the film festival?
0: No, not even that. It was just not the it Byron. Was before any. No, no, it was just the it wasn't
1: Byron. Of it. <laughs> it was as the byron was... was coming up and you were reading it
0: oh right oh yeah yeah no but for me i think it was the mainly
1: the sort of the the paramount vantage logo
0: yeah and the the sounds that were happening um in the darkness i don't know it just, it just felt like i should be watching this at a press screening in the odeon well that's um, not how i saw it yeah how, tell me about the first time you saw into the wild First time I saw
1: Into the Wild was the November of its release, after it had uh, kind of come out for a couple of weeks and was unavailable to watch in most places because it was a very small screening. Right. Uh, I think I, I guess it had, you know, less than a hundred reels, possibly, something like that. This is, you know, back in the analog days. Right. Um, but luckily Odeon were doing that thing where they used to have uh I don't know if they call it signature screening or something like that, where they find a smaller picture and in all of their places would find a copy of the film and just show it for one night only special screenings.
0: And, so in uh, all of their places like in as all, in they would in find all of one their copy locations. and send it No, no, the no they, they
1: seem to, you know, they seem to just say right, Paramount or, you know, whatever thing. We will host this film that hasn't got a big release for one night. So make up all the copies so we can all show it at the same time, basically. Okay. Or or sometimes I think, I think it might be a regional thing where they have, you know, they switch it around every couple of weeks, Mm. but it seems to be a lot of the same time. Right. Strange, which also caused a kerfuffle when it came down to Southland Tales. When I went to go and see that one in Colchester for the afternoon screening, I got there and the manager said, the reels haven't come in yet. Oh. They're expecting it to come in for the evening screening. But it's like, well, I came to Colchester to watch Southland Tales. <laughs> I've got a ticket back home because it's Colchester. It's a long fucking way. And yeah. I, you know, I'm 17 years old. I want to watch Southland Tales, please. I can't watch Southland Tales. Then I've got to go back all the way home and not watch Southland Tales. Unless I've never seen Southland Tales in the cinema. Oh, I, I almost went to go see it another time but uh, Nebraska was 20 minutes longer than I thought Nebraska was going to be. So Um, I was stuck in Nebraska watching that pile of shit when just down the road at the ICA, they were screening it on 35 South and Tales. And I had my ticket and everything. I was going to rush down there, but Alexander Payne just wouldn't stop going on. And then downsizing was two and a quarter hours. So fuck Alexander Payne. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But yeah, uh, Lakeside. I had to go to Lakeside.
0: Right.
1: My mother drove up there at like five o'clock. So that we would avoid a bit of the traffic, dropped me right. off, went home, left me there. I had an hour to hour and a half to wait before the film started, and then two and a half hours. Yeah. This is just a well. I had like a phone which you could just about call, yeah. But it costs a lot to call, so you just yeah. have like right. This is when it's supposed to end. So if you could get there in time, please, because otherwise I'm stuck in a strip mall in the middle of nowhere <laughs> at ten o'clock at night, basically, <laughs> uh, and I'm you know i seventeen. terrified someone who has been brought up to be very inside
0: Mm.
1: but yeah i I saw it all on my own in the small screen with very few people there a couple of weeks after its release after it got good reviews from a few people and you know no screenings outside of london really i think and i just sat there
0: amazed what what was it that made you go to all that trouble was it the good reviews was it did you know about the uh, the guy beforehand had you read it looked in, like or? the kind of film that would be part
1: of an oscar season uh,
0: okay right
1: and you know i'm a film fan and i like films yeah. it's like I, i've got to see this one i mean right. it's got vince vaughan in i love vince Yeah. it's got
0: kristen stewart she's
1: been quite good in a couple of things i'd like to see <laughs> more of her we,
0: we had a discussion about that when she sort of at the end of her segment if you will yeah i about the fact that she's really under
1: undervalued
0: yeah undervalued um and it's such a shame Mm. she's she's such a brilliant actress um yeah i this was interesting there's about halfway through it i did think to myself i would have liked to see more of the family's reaction of you know how because you know how the sister was like sort of narrating the whole thing yeah, and going through the whole process on her perspective yeah but um i think i would have been interested in seeing it but then it didn't i didn't think about that for long because then i got hooked back into it and i was like no i kind of you know i at the same time i love i love just watching him his journey um so i think by the time we got to the end of this i was thinking i really want to see a documentary of some sort not like you know i was saying i want i i was asking earlier i wonder if he would have let a documentary crew follow him yeah um because it feels like it it could have happened that could have happened you know it could have been a documentary um but at the same time he was trying to sort of steer clear with. yeah steer clear not like actively running away but just you know not just just not bothering to He just wants to to experience things himself Um and not being too concerned with how worried people would be, maybe, um, or not. Um, but no, yeah, at the end of this film, I just I thought to myself I wouldn't mind watching a documentary um that tells the story from the family's point of view and from people who met him. Hmm. Um because I think that would just that would be just as interesting. Um but yeah this is really fascinating and i would have liked yeah you know, i yeah i think in a documentary sense you could also it'd be you know uh, uh after his death obviously and so it'd be interesting to find out how his story blew up like um because it says he was discovered two weeks after his death by moose by hunters moose hunters that was it yeah um, so then, I, I was thinking to myself. You know, if there, if this were any other kind of film, mm. it would cut to sort of news reports or something. You know, um, have you heard about yeah.
1: this thing? He's talking all yeah. the time. Yeah. Said that about. Kind said of about. Thing,
0: which I, I, I would say now doesn't would not fit this film at all. Um, but I was just like, I was just thinking to myself. You know, I could see that. I could see um, a documentary opening like that. So you could end this film and start a documentary that opens like that and then delves deeper into the story and like into the ins and outs of it because this is slightly meandering, which isn't a bad thing. I feel mm. like everything I'm saying is <laughs> coming up like a criticism, but it isn't. I swear. Um, but it, it just it just made me think. It it's one of those films that that will make that will sit with me for a while, of course, um, and that I'll think about. And um, yeah, I remember I'd seen some sort of video when they. When did they take the bus away? A few uh, months ago. I think ago, It or? was like, was it April? Right. So it was recent. Yes. It
1: was. Yeah, it was during the bloody lockdown. Some thought thought people so. were I taking wasn't. it while no one was out. They're like, "Shh, yeah. now's our chance." The Alaska committee are finally moving up.
0: That's a shame. Um. And yeah. And I'd like to um, I'd like to find out more about that community of people that kind of started going to this place as a sort of pilgrimage, if you will. Right. Um, So, yeah, it's just one of these, yeah, it's a film that, that sort of opened my mind up to, like, I want to find out more. Um, Which is usually what I look for in a documentary. Right. That's, that's the, the thing I aim for, for documentaries. I want to see something, but I don't want the entire story. I want something where I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. I want to delve even deeper now. Um, And it's just a bit strange to have that with a, um, with a retelling of it, you know, well,
1: a, a, a narrative.
0: Yeah, a yeah.
1: Feature is what we call them. Um. Okay, but um, what about the character? What about the person you're hanging out with for so long? Yeah, I mean, the people you I mean,
0: meet. At first, delve into I, them. I think at first I did say he's a bit of a prick. Um, yeah, you did. Because which is which is right, he is. Yeah, it is. He right. is, then, you know, a, a bit kind of a selfish just, Yeah, but then you kind of just like you, you get used to him, and you know, you're like, all right, let's just see where you do, what you go, you know, because people you going? What you have doing? layers. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think Vince Vaughan, It was a shame. I think he was. He becomes pretty quickly forgettable.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And it's a shame he could have you could have had more with him. Um, well, he gets arrested for you know black boxes. Yeah, I didn't. I still don't quite understand what that's all about. Like they didn't explain that, uh, but I'm not too bothered about it if that makes sense. Um, it
1: doesn't make sense. I want you to explain what it
0: actually, what you <laughs> actually feel. Well, I just it, it did feel slightly out of the blue, but I at that point I was too invested in. Uh, Emil Hirsch yeah. to, to be too uh, bothered by it for too long
1: you know? Satellite piracy Satellite piracy He was arrested but, for satellite piracy apparently, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia to explain that
0: See, but there's no like reference to it No, black boxes, to, that's it arrest. Yeah um, And when when the police arrived I did think The I, FBI? Oh,
1: they, yeah, were I, I, they were just the police, they, they were fibby well, before they
0: announced it was Fibby. Um, yeah, well, I thought, you know, oh, it was Katzenberg's
1: perfect app. It's Fibby.
0: <laughs> I was um, I was just waiting and waiting for... It, it, the they took out to... their badge
1: and it was one side, but they then turned it from horizontal to vertical and it still worked, the badge.
0: Fibby. <laughs> um, I think um, I, I just kept expecting him to have one sort of reuniting thing i thought he'd go back to his parents somehow or they'd, they'd get in contact with like phone call or whatever mm. he'd have one conversation with them and then he'd just go on and go further and then he'd get to the bus and that's where he would be forever alone you know? i'm
1: looking at the wikipedia just because uh i was interested the actual bus would have been too remote for the technical demands of the shoot the replica bus used in the movie is now a tourist attraction at a restaurant in alaska so that's where you can go now. If you want a bus, now they've the actual bus, you can go to a restaurant and sit in the bus and have your meal. Wait, served that's to you by right. Steve Buscemi and uh, Marilyn
0: Monroe. So hold on. <laughs> they, um, <laughs> Those like milkshakes that. are expensive. Um, so they they that's where the, the actual bus is, the bus that I've seen winched out in the sky. They've mm. plopped the, it down and turned it into a restaurant.
1: No, 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 the real bus, not the... No, the bus using the film is now in a restaurant. Uh, the real bus okay. is the one that they
0: recently moved. Right, so... <laughs> I got so confused. I like, how the fuck did they do that between April and now already? And it's like, well, it's a to, tourist they attraction. They
1: to bring people to, into a restaurant, didn't they? Jesus. <laughs> so, so they're looking at
0: what, what have they done with the actual bus? Um, is it in a museum of some sort, or...? should be in a museum. <laughs> I mean...
1: Uh, June eighteenth, twenty twenty. By the way,
0: okay. So it was oh, wait, wait, wait.
1: So I th- to Tahili, which is uh, where they, uh, allow, the restaurant is. Right. They're taken on, on a flatbed truck to a safe location. They must be may later be put on public display.
0: Okay. Up,
1: it is, you know, like George Clooney at one point in a Zach Galifianakis film, just like this one was up in the air. God, yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Pops up. Zach Galifianakis that. was has, has more screen time and lines than Vince Vaughn. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think yeah. you're right about that. Yeah. It's just that uh, um person isn't writing letters to Zach Galifianakis because you can't spell Galifianakis. Because <laughs> in 2007, no one could. By 2009,
0: we all had to. Um, why? See, when I saw the video of it, um, I I thought maybe it was just one of those things that popped up on my Facebook for some reason, but it was like two, three years old. Right. Um, so I wasn't too sure. But um, what was their reasoning for? taking it away was there dangers imposed have other people died there because they've followed in his footsteps and it is actually like really dangerous because it's so remote or what what's going on there I don't know oh <laughs> thought you'd have a bit of inside info I've got nothing would you, would you be inspired to, to like if the bus was still there would you be in, inspired to travel to it God no,
1: I don't go outside very well. I'm I'm very I'm an inside person.
0: Yeah, Yeah, my uh,
1: immune system is not good. Yeah, no, so uh, I have to stay indoors most of the time. All
0: right. So, say your immune system was better, would you? I
1: don't know because that would have changed my entire life. I would be more of an outdoor person. So it depends. That be you're talking about a hypothetical that leads back to you know (laughs) 1995. It's pretty easy to imagine, surely. (laughs) Um, I have a vivid imagination of so much But uh, not that Even
0: that (laughs) Um, But yeah uh, Oh, Sean Penn waited 10 years to make the film To make sure he had approval from the McCandler
1: family I I think he waited 12 years So he could get on a raft Down (laughs) the Colorado We all know Um, that
0: See now that's what I would like to Uh learn more about as well is the metandalous family's reaction and their how they view the whole thing like yeah like i said i just want to watch a documentary on this now um and i'm not and that's not saying that the film isn't good no No, but it's 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 not about them at all that's the
1: point is it's about someone escaping them
0: yeah yeah so it's like i right, i've seen i've seen his journey now i want to learn more about his journey and the ins and outs, outs of it so i still want to learn more about him but yeah. i also want to learn about him through the people that he surrounded himself with when he. But you're talking about the family he was with.
1: born in not the
0: family yeah no no found I, along the way which is what it's yeah. all about is finding who you really i'd like both sides of the story out. you know i'd like to to learn about his beginnings and how he grew up and you know the fighting in the family which was uh, we saw in one scene and mentioned. Um, so I'd, I'd like to, you know, just to, to learn this whole history, really. So start with the family and especially the sister, I found quite intriguing. Because um, the way the whole thing sounded from her narration was she felt kind of abandoned, but also of she did. also like not to I guess she did feel upset but like understanding as well it's like and, okay
1: he's has and done something good we all need to do this why hasn't he taken me why has he left me out of it why am,
0: yeah.
1: I, why am I in the shit um, when I did nothing but help him
0: so I'm really the intrigued thing. about that sibling bondness um, and yeah. and like I'm yeah I'm intrigued by the parents but not enough to sort of um uh I was gonna say believe, not believe, but like accept anything of what they're saying. Right. I'd still be like intrigued. Ah, oh, let's see what they've got to fucking say about this, you know? Um Okay. And and also I'd I'd be intrigued about the the people he meet, he meets along the way on this journey. Yeah. And um and what they um what they made of them and I, I yeah, and what will really be definitely. left of them. <laughs> If we didn't, towards the end, I did come up with the idea that this was suddenly going to turn what, super when dark. When gonna...
1: <laughs> turned up, you started getting into that mindset. I
0: just... <laughs> it just... It would have been... It would have been like... Could you imagine? It's like um, um, when I saw Foxcatcher. I knew nothing about Foxcatcher going into it. Really? And I it. Yeah, absolutely nothing. All I knew was Steve Crowell was in it and he's got a big nose um and i i remember watching it and i was just like this is so boring yeah it no, I've watched along. Nothing... it's really
1: boring nothing happens <sighs> and then it comes up as this
0: chapter one um i watched fox yeah, at london film festival and i just remember being so like it was just like nothing was happening i wasn't expecting you know doesn't and then all of a sudden, bang! And I'm like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And then it, like ends. I'm like, wait, Hold on!" <laughs> and that's the cut down version. Do you know how long the original version of
1: Foxcatcher was? Oh God, Tell four me. hours. Jesus, that was the in- original intention. And it's like, it's like, God, Bennett Miller, you so boring, I wonder, boring filmmaking, man.
0: I wonder what it's like knowing now where it's turning it, where it's going into. Because I had no expectation. I wasn't like even thinking about. It going into that um and when it happened i was I, I think i do remember thinking like i should really watch this again And am like no I just sat through this you know? and
1: you've never gone back because that film is shit
0: yeah i mean there's always the possibility that now i know it might be more interesting but there's also the possibility no. that i have to sit through that Oh fucking yeah! Bennett don't want Miller to
1: is Bennett. Like I said, Bennett Miller is a boring filmmaker. Capote is boring. Moneyball is boring, and it's simple how boring that film is. Given the two screenwriters on it and the cast on it, it should be thought more interesting. Mm-hmm. And Foxcatcher is simply dull. But, Bennett, the best thing Bennett Miller's ever done is a special feature in Knocked Up when he's trying to direct Knocked Up for a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like a bit of like, what if uh, a proper artsy director came in to do a Judd Apatel film? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> and a couple of years later, all the artsy directors, indie directors of the generation are trying to do that kind of stuff because it's going to get them some money to make other films. David Gordon Green, Greg Mottola. Um,
0: apparently, uh, Zach Galifianakis was told to improvise all his lines as his character didn't have any in the original script. Yep, Sean Penn doesn't write. Hmm. It was just
1: like, yeah, this character will improvise this, this character will improvise that. Marsha Gay Harden had nothing to do. She wasn't even a character in the original thing. They just called her on camera and said, oh, can we have Oscar winner, Marsha Gay Harden, do you want to be in this film? Okay.
0: Now Sean you're Penn, a mother. What? Sean, Sean Penn once envisioned Leonardo DiCaprio as Christa, Christopher McCandless and Marlon Brando as Von France. But Leonardo DiCaprio said, do I get to eat a bear? And he said no and he's like i'm not interested i'll get an oscar out of that
1: yeah no bison liver
0: only <laughs> um yeah I, this was really how many times have you watched this
1: uh, i don't have a count on that
0: oh has it been that many or
1: yeah right yeah i've owned it many generations something i just would put it on and relax to. It's very comfortable. It's very nice. Pleasant. Yeah, I suppose now, so. Someone got an Oscar nomination in this film. Emil Hirsch? No. no. For this film or just an for
0: actor this film?
1: For this film, someone got an Oscar nomination for their
0: performance in this film. It wasn't Vince Vaughan, was
1: it? Mm-mm. No. Oh, was it the old fella? Hal. How? Hal. Holbrook. How Holbrook. Yes, it was. Oh. He uh, nice. at that point, like the oldest Oscar nominated actor at 82. Oh. And it's like, ah, we, we'll give you an Oscar nomination because you'll probably die in the next couple of years and we feel bad. <laughs> he is still alive to this very day.
0: I think he's uh, 95. Yeah, gonna regret that once this episode comes out.
1: <laughs> well, at the time of recording, he is thankfully still alive. Uh, um, but but alas, no longer performing as Mark Twain. Around the country, because Val Kilmer took over that role for a while, and I think Val Kilmer given that up to someone else. You know, who's playing Mark Twain these days? No idea. That's what we're gonna try and do.
0: Um, apparently, it was nominated for editing as well.
1: Okay. Which uh, I agree. How Holbrook didn't edit it.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that's the <laughs> yeah. thing.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm quite surprised. I kind of went into this going, oh, God, a two and a half hour long film was just... It's going to be really slow. And. Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't know what else to say, but I'm just OK,
1: um, let's talk about family. OK, let's, let's actually hit well, all S9 those points. next year. But all right. uh, I know I watched Bloodshot <laughs> the other day and put on the F9 trailer afterwards because yeah. I just wanted more Vin Diesel. <laughs> Bloodshot. I've watched that more times than most people at this point. <laughs> I've not watched I've, that at all. I'm not ashamed. I think it's fun. Okay. I think it's fun. And uh, Guy Pearce's accent keeps changing. At one scene, he goes full Irish. And I think that was probably a reshoot sequence when he's like, now I'm bored. I've flown out to the Malfi coast in Italy and I'm bored. So I'm going to go and do this. What if I do this for a little bit? No one will ever know because I'm speaking in an English accent, but also an American accent, an Australian accent the entire way through the film, anyways. Well, no, it doesn't really matter. It's great. Great um, fun. Toby Kimmel dances to a psycho killer. Yes, you could say. Fa, 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 fa. Oh, just in Lee, Spike Lee's David Byrne American Utopia it's going to open the Toronto International Film Festival and screen on HBO on the same day. So September 10th. September 10th, you're going to be able to, after that, you should be able to somehow find American Utopia, which you could have gone to see live at the O2 back in two years ago, but you didn't. I did. It was amazing, it's one of the
0: best shows I've um, ever seen Before you introduced me to him oh, no, it no, no, it was after
1: I introduced well, did I go? You still got a ticket for that Because it was still selling tickets Because they had to shut down the third balconies Because there was just no tickets sold
0: I'm Except... sure I had something else booked
1: Whatever it was, you could have gone to see Bohemian Rhapsody with me Then washed it off with a good thing
0: I have a feeling I well, was seeing Black Kiefer Peace. Sutherland
1: that night Keefer Sutherland is no David Byrne He's cultural languishing
0: David <laughs> yeah, Burner started so much more. Kiefer Sutherland is an annual tradition, which not this year is ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what are you going to say about family? Okay, oh, we have got a sidetrack there. Who do you prefer, Catherine She'd Keener? All right, and his mother. Right,
1: Vince Vaughn's brother, Kristen Stewart's little sister. A bit dodgy. Definitely little sister, or How Holbrook as grandpa. Uh, out of the or Rainey, the guy who played that guy, as father. Right,
0: he's. I think it's got to be How Holbrook. Yeah, you'd rather grandpa over cool mum. Yeah, Um, Or,
1: or, or singing duetting sister. See, I, yeah. I if you, would you love... went out with your sister? Would you enjoy that though? You could spend your lockdown just playing guitar and singing. You
0: know, I, I've often looked at my guitar thinking I really should learn. Um, you looked at your sister and you said you really should learn. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like you really should learn to play the guitar. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. They're all. I, I, I think, like I said, Vince Vaughan is unfortunately. Instantly forgettable, so I don't think he's in the picture at all for me, uh which is, uh, is is a real shame. Yeah. Um Christian Stewart was probably the most interesting of, just the the one I I was enjoying watching more hmm. than the others because I just thought their connection was very underplayed but really well done. Right. Um. But how Holbrook was that? That final scene with him as he's tearing up, just trying to adopt Yeah, that's
1: it. When he dies, it's the last of his family.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's another thing. I was, you know, in this whole idea of wanting to see more and documentary thing. Um, I did think to myself, I'd love to find out about him and what he feels now, and does he? Um, you know, uh, did that actually happen with the? Can I adopt you? I imagine it did. Um, and if it did, does he sort of view him as his grandson now, despite not getting the go <laughs> ahead? Nothing official. Um, yeah.
1: Well, are you going to go out on a trip anytime soon? Having seen no. what the world can offer you. Just, rather than a great Alaskan
0: adventure, do you have any other places you'd want to travel? Places that I want to travel. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind sort of backpacking across America a bit, um, but I think I'd get pretty sick of it pretty fucking quickly. Maybe a week tops, and I'm like, mm. now nah, I'm done with this. <laughs> What's in your backpack? Um,
1: a copy of Wild, obviously. <laughs>
0: Hmm. I have to have an iPod for music and podcasts. Uh, I wouldn't have my phone. Uh, how are you going to get your podcasts on. updated? I wouldn't. I'd just have loads that I haven't listened to in a while. You know, I'm currently listening to this random New Zealand uh, radio show podcast that like I'm two years behind on. Cause I only just discovered it, so I've started it from like June of 2018 when the radio show began. So okay. I'd have that to to keep you going. And Do you want to shout out what that podcast is called while you're um, here? It's called uh, Brian Clint, the ZM podcast, something like that. So if you just search Brian Clint,
1: um, and so
0: that's spelt B R E E and
1: Clint. Are they two separate names?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, not Brian Clint. No, no, no. It's not, okay, re- not clear and vivid. Equipment. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh what else would I have in there?
1: Space for food, camping equipment,
0: yeah. Making a fire. One can of Red Bull. Water Red Bull. one one can of Red Bull. Jeez. Okay.
1: Would it be
0: a small one or a big one? Small one, probably. Uh, Yeah, I think it's probably a small one. Just on the off chance that I do like die or something, um, I'd have that, and I'd be like, "Well, I can go out with the one thing I I I miss most in the world." (laughs) Because you'd be with me. What? You'd be with me. Yeah, you'd be in my backpack. Sorry, did I not mention that? Well,
1: that you're gonna have to do a lot of heavy lifting. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Just more to love, really isn't. (laughs) What would you have in your backpack? (laughs) Wouldn't. (laughs) What do you say? And on that note,
1: are you mad that you finally, after all this time, got got round to watching Into the Wild that I forced you to? Um,
0: not at all. Not at all.
1: Are you thus moving mad for Into the Wild?
0: I am, but it feels wrong to say it. Why does it feel wrong? It's a beautiful piece of art. It is a beautiful piece, but I don't like And it's movie an exploration mad. of humanity.
1: I'm, I'm, humanity I'm, and nature overcoming obstacles just to experience things. I'm not
0: Movie Mad, I'm a film fanatic over it. Because Movie yeah. Mad makes it feel more blockbustering, you know?
1: Movies can be any shape or form. Yeah. I don't know. This is. Um, yeah, they're Paramount Vantage. They make the great movies. No countries. There will be bloods into the wilds. They had a great 2007.
0: Yeah, things we, I, I things really we lost in thing. the fire. I'm gonna look up some. So we need
1: to show the Planet of the Apes.
0: <laughs> Did we talk about that during the episode? I don't. That was me. an
1: off-air conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: about <laughs>
1: our favourite wolf man.
0: I'm just talking. I'm just talking about watching. Beneath the the Apes and somehow, I don't know why or how, and I'll never understand, you jumped onto Benicio... (laughs) Yes, because you said...
1: You you didn't say Beneath the the Apes, you said when we started watching Beneath.
0: (laughs) Oh, right.
1: And you had an accent on the East. What a jump. So, what's a
0: jump from (laughs) Beneath to Benicio? Okay. (laughs) Um, Where can we find you to find more... You can find me Benicio (laughs) the the Apes. (laughs) They blew it up, you monsters! You blew it up.
1: Oh, God. Classic. <laughs> of course, they locked you in a van. You won't understand that, the reference. That's from Snatch. Snatch. Whip, Which is coming soon. Upcoming? Okay. No, it's been. It's been it, it came out in 2000. No, it's an upcoming it's been episode. And gone. It's a been and gone. It's over. we wanted more, more modern Jason Statham films now. Like, uh, the Meg 2? I don't know what else he's going to do lately. Maybe he's made a film in lockdown. It's just him. Hobson Shaw again. Rosie Huntington-Whiteley and his LA abode, which is gorgeous. I don't know if you've uh, seen it in, I think it was like uh, Architecture Digest or whatever. They did a special thing at his house and it was uh, pretty cool. Hmm. They've got places for him to do yoga and prep his stuff and stuff like that, innit?
0: Yeah. And a pub. Is there know. a place for him to tweet you? No. You haven't, put, you haven't said your Twitter, mate. No,
1: right? it's that you don't tweet me. Jason's just me don't fucking tweet at Ethan Runt.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Because he calls him here, yeah, Ethan.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ethan Runt is my Twitter. I tweet things about how I'm doing during this shutdown. Which is not well. Shit down. Hey. Um, exactly. What about you? Are you available online? I am at movie underscore yeah, mad on Twitter right and on you.
0: Instagram. Always. Okay. Um. Uh. Are you movie underscore mad? Is our Twitter. Are you movie mad at hotmail dot com? Is our email. Are you, are you movie mad
1: pod? At Facebook. That's the URL. That's the URL. Oh. Because okay. I had to fill it in for YouTube. Are oh, You Moving Mad is on YouTube. You can
0: yeah, come indeed. watch
1: episodes on YouTube now if you don't want to do the whole podcasting situation, which you're listening to this on. But you can listen to episode 200 in its entirety in one go as opposed to split into two acts with an intermission because SoundCloud did not like the idea of a six hour, 40 minute episode in <laughs> one go. Despite the fact that the thing said six hours and 45 minutes. And under 4 gigabytes, which the file was considerably at 340 megabytes. So for you, <laughs> I'm very good at codecs. <laughs> You'll find this episode is small and of good quality because I care about compression.
0: What is uh, next week's episode? Next week. Or are we going to top into the wild?
1: Uh, we're going to bottom it, actually, because you, you know me. <laughs> uh, we're going to head back in time even further than 1990s. But we're going to stay in the same decade of release. The 2000s is. Get ready for a whole van world. A whole van world to expand. That's subtle. Mm. Until next week, I suppose. I'm going to watch uh, Brittany Murphy's iconic film, Little Black Book. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? It was a great comedy series. There was like uh, what slap me, I'm French. That was another film they made in that era. They made a lot of bad films. We're gonna watch them all because the <laughs> yeah, world yeah. is broken and Tenet's gone. It really, is. oh God, knows. What we missed out on Wimbledon and then they cancelled Tenet entirely.
0: Well, I don't have they cancelled it entirely or yeah. from what? Because they keep saying it indefinitely, but they also don't like, have oh, a
1: traditional release. Yeah, so. They're just going to put it out whenever they do in cinemas and then we won't be able to see it because it won't come to video on demand until it's done all the cinemas around the world at that point, which means we'll have to wait until next year to go and see it if we don't want to go to the cinema, which I don't.
0: I'm wondering if, um, if uh, Cineworld are going to change their opening date again. Hmm. Because they haven't, they've said indefinitely, but then they're also like, like, oh, well, it's not going to open day and date all around the world. So oh,
1: look, they've got to understand that everyone's going to be coming to see Unhinged. <laughs> July thirty first, as at time of recording. Thus, it's been a couple of weeks. Everyone's come to see Unhinged, or well, last <laughs> week, two weeks ago, two weeks ago.
0: And uh, now you spoiled next week's film.
1: <laughs> G'day, it's me. I'm playing a southern accent guy, a Russell Crowe from the Sea. Oh, blimey. I watched the, uh, they had an advert during Taskmaster and I put the sound on because it was like, oh, there's a new advert. It's not just Deliveroo and, you know, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And it's a film. I like adverts for films. And, you know, it's like, yeah, this film looks atrocious. Good luck on it. I never want to see that one. I want to see Russell Crowe doing other things where he's nice. He doesn't play nice very often.
0: Yeah.
1: I like nice Russell Crowe when he's fun. He's fun and nice. Smiling, happy. Can Russell Crowe be happy? Can any of us truly be happy? Maybe we all have to sway everything we own and head into the podcast.
0: Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.